0: Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the do your crap podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom. And we have a special guest with us today. Holly Haynes is a boss. You guys, she is a business strategist who loves a good plan and flow chart and is crazy passionate about teaching women like you, how to build your dream job and scale the six figures and beyond without sacrificing your weekends or priorities. Y'all, she is speaking my language. This is everything that I love. She believes strongly that you can create a routine you love with the right strategy, product suite, what you are actually selling, and simple systems to create a lifestyle that works and a business that scales without burnout. There is a difference between time management and time freedom. Let's work on finding freedom. She has got 22 years in corporate America expertise. She brought that into her business. And she will share her story with you. But you guys, I am so excited for you guys to hear this and make sure you grab her freebie at the end. All right, let's turn it over to the show. All right, Holly, welcome to the show. I'm so excited, chat.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so excited too. We've had this plan for a long time.
0: I know. It feels like it's been forever. <laughs> like summer months we were just like, yeah. oh, okay, we'll connect after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. So, before we kind of dig in, Holly and I got connected. We've been a part of a mastermind for the past year that has been incredible. And the thing that I love most about it was it's all different walks of life. It's all different types of entrepreneurs, all different types of people that are just slaying it, doing big things in business. And the conversations that happen in that space have been so powerful. And the cool thing is I've been able to see Holly literally like live out what she's going to talk about. So we're going to dig into how she's done it all, but she was doing the corporate America life, building something on the side and then literally at one of the live retreats we were at she's like okay yeah like in a week i'm just gonna go all in on this and be done with my job and we're like what yes so it was so cool so holly tell us more about you what's your story and then we can dig into all the stuff
1: yeah gosh um i get chills when you started saying it because i can't <laughs> believe that all of that has actually happened but um i'm holly haynes i work full-time so i worked full-time and built a very full-time business Um, I help female entrepreneurs build a business that makes sense for them, that matches their family goals, their personal goals. I always say, if you want to build a business, you have to set your personal and um, intentional goals first. So, and I teach you how to do that with strategy and systems and very simple methods that you can apply on a super part-time schedule. Um, I have a 22 year corporate strategy background. So I'm kind of like a unicorn that actually started a business with a business background. Uh, And so I like to say a lot of my clients say, I like give them the MBA of business that they never knew they needed, but in a way that actually makes sense. So I
0: love it. I love it. So what, so you were doing 20, so 22 years. And you were basically doing what in corporate
1: America? Yeah. So I was what they called a strategic consultant. So I like traveled the country and I would go to fortune 500 companies and they would give me, I always say the super complex problems, like we're installing this big system or nobody's paying attention to us. We need to motivate our employees. Like, what do we do? And so I would create project plans and checklists and all the things that would motivate the Um, executives and say like, this is what you need to implement this. And this is how we're going to hold you accountable to be successful. Um, And sort of in between that ended up having twins and got my master's degree. And I was like, literally climbing the corporate ladder and got to where I wanted to be. And I remember like being so excited that I finally had an office, right? Like with a door. And I was like, this is, this sucks. Like, this is not what I expected it to be. Like it was nothing like I expected it to be. And so I just had to pivot a little bit at a time to figure out like, well, what is the thing that this looks like? Um, and that's sort of how we got to here. I love it.
2: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.
0: So let's talk about that. Like you felt that, okay, I've like made it basically I've mm-hmm. made it. I'm like doing everything that I wanted to do and you weren't super loving it. And yes. so then you, you had that kind of tug. I talk about heart tugs a lot. you had that tug yeah. pivot to do something else. How did you know where to go from there? Like, how did you start something on the side?
1: Yeah. You know, I always say, start with what you currently have. Right. So I remember sitting in my, one of my grad school classes and we actually had Jenny from Jenny's ice cream come speak to us. I don't know if you've had Jenny's ice cream. It's amazing. It's just like super curated. Like she's amazing to follow on Instagram as well. Anyway, she came to speak to us and she was talking about our ice cream business, but her whole talk was not about ice cream. It was about how I'm motivating female entrepreneurs. And because I'm old, the word entrepreneur was not something that like was thrown around very often. Like now it is, it wasn't. Um, and I was like, this is really cool. Like, I mean, she's a businesswoman, but she's doing like way more than like making ice cream here. <laughs> uh, and so I remember just sitting there like, I think there's like way more that I could do. And so at the time I was in this really sort of like boutique consulting firm. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to start like a women's group, like just a like, networking like group. Like we're going to read, at the time, Lean In from Sheryl Sandberg had just come out. I was like, well, let's just read that book together. It turned into this like big like women's forum, and then I was like speaking at things, and I was like, well, this is really cool. Um, and then it sort of just like again like following your heartstrings. People were like, well, how are you doing that and doing this? And so, long story short, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, you know what? I think I can do more. I didn't know that the pandemic was happening. So in January of 2020, I was like, I'm just going to hire a coach. Like I literally invested in the business before the business existed, um, and said, I'm going to hire a coach. I'm going to give myself a one-year challenge. We've, we've talked about seasons before when you and I have had conversations and I was like, this is the season where I'm going to just go all in. Yeah. And then three months later, the pandemic hit, I was like, oh, this is (laughs) like, not what I planned. Um, but I just kept going. And so the first thing that I did was launch a podcast. Cause I was like, well, I'll just build a community again. Like if I'm following my heart, I'm going to like talk to the community and they're going to tell me what they need. And then yeah. I'm going to keep going. And so throughout the pandemic, as we were like figuring it out. And as I was sharing that, I wanted to build this business to help female entrepreneurs Like I just kept sharing and people kept asking, and then we just created sort of products and services along the way that was serving them. So like my number one goal was to like build a community, listen to my audience, and then build the things that were going to help them.
0: I love it so much. And I think that's so key because our listeners probably have some things that they're really good at, that they're really Mm -hmm. interested in, that they're naturally just drawn to and Probably a lot of them are like, oh yeah, I could make money doing that. I couldn't I couldn't do that. I can build this. I can, there's not space for me there or whatever. But you're like, okay, let me just show up with a servant heart, find out what people need, find out where I can fill that space. And then you've built something so incredible from there. Like that's awesome. I love it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And at the beginning, right, I was like, oh, I'm super organized, right? So I'm going to talk about productivity. And I loved it. And I still talk about productivity. I mean, I even created a planner, but it's like, that's not what I was like really passionate about. So you can like sort of see it change over time. Like as people were giving me feedback, it just sort of grew. But the other thing that I would say is if you're in corporate America, like you can use that to build the thing that you want to build. Right. So I have like a hundred certifications that no one has heard of or even knows what they mean. But what do they teach you? They teach you strategy. They teach you how to be organized. They teach you how to communicate. And so I would sign up for classes of like how to speak better or how to write better because I knew in my business, now that I had a podcast, like I needed to know those things. And so I would sort of leverage my job in a way that was helping me in my career, but also helping build the base um, of our business.
0: I love it. And that's so smart. Why wouldn't you do that? Like
1: bring all the right.
0: skills, all the expertise and yeah. pour it into this. So what did that look like for you? Like when you were, you were at the time you had your twins, right? Before mm-hmm. you were building this?
1: Yeah. So um in January of 2020, they were five. So okay. we were in like the throes of kindergarten. Okay. Uh, so you're doing teaching kindergarten in- on Zoom is like right? not something I ever want to live ever again.
0: <laughs> so you had this, you're doing mom life with twins, you had your corporate job and then you're like, okay, now I want to build this. So how, what did that look like? How did you find the time? How did you like, where were you pulling from your daily life in order to put into this future essentially that you wanted to build? I
1: mean, the first thing I would say is I knew going in that if I built it the wrong way and I burnt out or took time away from our family, the entire family would resent me and it would not succeed. Yeah. So I knew going in that I had to figure out a way where it was, it might not be as fast as I want it to be, but it's going to be intentional about where I'm spending my time. So because I'm like a super type A planner, I actually was like, you know what? I'm going to come up with a system that I'm going to follow every single week. Cause I gave myself a one-year challenge and I literally set business hours that added up to between eight and 10 hours a week. So I would get up, I'm a big morning routine fan. I would work out, do all the things. Um, and then I would work. From six to seven thirty every single morning. That was my time. Now, as the pandemic sort of rolled on, and I didn't have to commute, I did like take advantage of that. I won't yeah. lie. It's like okay, well, maybe I could just work two hours now. For but sure. at the most, it was eight to ten hours a week, Monday through Friday. So Monday through Friday, it was you know an hour a day. Saturdays, so I was in a mastermind. I had hired a coach. Saturdays were what I call my creative days because I think everyone talks about like power pockets and work in 10 minutes here and 15 minutes here but I found that in order to like create the vision and create the strategy like I needed time that was more than 15 minutes. So every Saturday morning, I still do it to this day. It's like my favorite time. It's from usually from six to eight. Cause my kids now sleep till eight. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, it's my creative session. So it's like, that. that's where I'm like growing and learning or catching up or creating like whatever that looks like. Um, and then every Sunday I would spend one hour planning, but I would take Sundays off because what I have found is if I worked every single day, every single day, every single day that I would burn out and there would be no energy left for that creative session or the Monday through Friday, one hours a week to keep the lights on. So I follow that like to a T even today. I I mean, the hours are a little bit longer now because I did quit my job but it works because it's, I was so freaking consistent. Like no matter what, I mean, the world is shutting down. I'm like, I'm still doing my podcast. Like I'm not going to skip a week ever. Yeah. Um, and so I was just really, really consistent with those hours.
0: I love it so much. And there's so much power when you only give yourself an hour or two to yeah. do the thing, you will blow your mind what you can fit in that time. But when you have six, seven, eight hours to get whatever done. You will take six, mm-hmm. seven, eight hours to do that same amount of stuff. So it's like, I find even, cause I work with women too, that are, that are working or full time this and trying to build something. And it's like the busiest people are always the most productive and they mm-hmm. can do it in the least amount of time. So we yeah. almost need to create that type of structure and those boundaries, no matter what your life looks like, because you really don't need five, six, seven, eight hours to build a side income. You just don't. You just need a couple intentional hours to be super productive and focused. And then you have so much more energy to pour into it because you're like, this is giving me life. It's not taking over my life. And that's a completely different feel. Taking a quick time out to fill you in on my first free masterclass for entrepreneurs. What if you really believed that everything that you wanted to build with your business was possible for you? what if it could be easier? What if it could be more joyful? What if you actually enjoyed the process every single day as you showed up to do the work? Do you think you could be consistent? I think you could. So many entrepreneurs are relying on motivation. They're relying on getting through it. They're relying on the grind. They're relying on the hustle. And then they get burnt out. They get overwhelmed. They get stuck. They lose the joy. And they wonder why they can't keep showing up to build their dreams, to hit their goals. And as I look back over the years on how I've built my business and how we've reached over seven figures annually, there's some things that I've just done differently. And I want to teach you that. So in this masterclass, we're going to uncover some core beliefs that we can help you rewrite in order to move you through those things to a more empowered state. And I'm going to reveal to you my seven essentials that I believe every successful entrepreneur is building their business around in some capacity. So. This is going to help you really, really, really identify any gaps that you have, learn how to course correct and help you move through this state of overwhelm, frustration, lack of movement, lack of joy, wherever you are, we're going to move through that and into alignment, into flow, into excitement, into fulfillment, into joy, because I can promise you that is easy to show up for. So get access here at MicahFolsonFit.com slash seven essentials, number seven essentials, and that'll take you to get registered for the masterclass. And I can't wait for you to dig into this. Okay. Back to the show.
1: Yeah. I use timers all the time still to this day, but I also use what I call theme days So, because I I would wake up and I would be like, Oh, what day is it? Like, what time is it? Like, I only have an hour and I would start to feel myself like, ah, I only have an hour. Like, what do I do? And so I created these like themes just to like create consistency. So like Monday would be content day. I would always write content on Mondays. Tuesday would be eventually podcast day. I would always do my podcast on Tuesday, Wednesday, when I had clients would be client days. You can create themes around anything you want, right? So like some of my clients are like building out their website. I'm like, "We'll just make Thursday website day." Yeah. You have an hour? That's the only thing you do. Just like do an hour's worth of that activity. If you do that a month in a row, that's 4 hours of working on your website. You're going to get a ton done. And even if you add up 8 hours a week for a year, it's 417 hours. So when people tell me they don't have time, I'm like, "I if you are passionate about building something, like 417 hours is a lot of time if you are focused.
0: Totally. I love it so much. And I love the idea of the theme. Like I feel like, and you'll you'll probably have like favorite days. And so then you get oh, yeah. extra excited for those days, and it's just makes yeah. it even more fun. But I love that because as business owners, we need to remember. We set the rules, we set the pace, we set the boundaries, we are in control. So we can't live by like, oh, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. Or this is what I have to do. Like, no, 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 no. You get to build the freaking business, how you want, when you want, and at the pace that you want. And so just really building in those habits. I love that you have that structure and that focus and that intent that makes all the difference. You mentioned consistency, like mm-hmm. no matter what the world was falling apart. I was consistent. How did yeah. you have that? That's the thing that most people struggle with.
1: Um. Well, you're going to love this answer because I truly think it was my vision. So, oh, and I yeah. talked to my girls just started school and I talk about the bus stop dream all the time. And so that was my vision. Like, because when I was working full time, I could only put them on the bus stop in the morning, mm-hmm. but if the bus was late or the bus time changed, I couldn't do it. And I was like, I mean, having twins is a lot, but I'm like, I did not become a parent so that I was gonna miss like all of like it's so cute watching them get on the bus. Like, I don't yeah. want to miss it. Um, and and I couldn't get them off the bus right now. Luckily, my husband could, and we could like switch off. But it was, I mean, it was hard. It's so hard to like cancel meetings or change things at work. Like, it's not flexible. And so yeah. I was like, that was my mission. And the cr- the craziest thing happened during the pandemic is I actually got to put them on the bus and take them off. So it was like my vision came true before the things before fell into place. And so I could actually see why it was so valuable for me to do it. And then I was like, well, I can't go back to work. I have to figure this out. Like I'm not missing this. And so that was my motivation. And I think just going back and speaking to those who are working full time, sometimes the next step isn't like the full leap. Right. So when we were like sort of figuring out like, okay, well, do I just go back part-time or maybe I could talk to my boss about like, can I work from home one day a week? Like we were trying to figure out like, if it's not the whole thing, like maybe there's just one step that I could take that would get us closer or get me to me. It was all about schedule. Like, how do I create the schedule that gives us the life that we want to, you know, live every day that we're excited about Um, and so it was kind of cool to see that come to life. But when we were at our retreat together, I think it was in November and Uh everyone was like starting to talk about going back to work. And I was like, I like, I can't like, it is like ingrained in me that this is not going to happen. And so I think when you have that motivation of like, there is no plan B, like you figure it out.
0: Oh my gosh! There's so much power in that. Have you read <laughs> "There's No Plan B for Your A Game" by Yeah? Wilson? It's
1: like my favorite oh, book. It's so
0: good! It's <laughs> yeah. so good. But it really is like just making that decision and knowing you were committed to that. You were you like you were committed to bringing that to life. You were gonna figure it out. You didn't know how. You didn't know what it looked like. You didn't know what it was gonna take. You were committed. How did you believe that it was possible for you? Because that's also. Something that I think a lot of our listeners will be like, okay, that's great, but I don't actually know if I can do it. Like, how did you? Yeah, have that belief? I mean, I won't lie, I even get nervous
1: like telling the story because I'm like, I can't even believe this all just happened and it's still fresh, right? Like, we're still, right. we're like seven months in. Um, I don't know if I fully believed if I was being honest. I just knew like we had talked about like our goals as a family and we had talked about like what we wanted to do and how we wanted to achieve it. And so it was like, okay, we're going to take this leap, but by the way, if this doesn't work out, like I would joke like, okay, well, if that doesn't work out, like, okay, I'll just go get another job. Like it's not like the right. hardest thing in the world. Right. And luckily we were in an economy where there were tons of jobs available. So it's like, okay, let's try it again. Let's just create another challenge. Cause I like, like the challenge motivation. Right. So let's just do it for 3 months. Like, and if this is an epic failure after 3 months, then I'll just go get another job. But we're 7 months in and there's no way I've get another <laughs> job. So it's like you just figure it out, right?
0: I love it. I love it. But you've got to have especially as entrepreneurs, you've got to have some risk. Like, is it risk of like what is that where you're willing to take risks? Like you've got to be willing and just yeah. open to it. Like open to failure. Open yeah. to what if it doesn't work? Well, I'm not going to die. Worst case, I mean, best. Right. I mean, Canada, I was right? going to say that. I was exactly. like, you're not going to die. Like, exactly. I could like, go down
1: the street and totally. get another job. I used exactly. to be like, you know what? I love pottery barn. Like, I'll go work at pottery barn. I could, like, sort pillows and organize and you decorate. Like, pottery it barn. would be great. Like, there's right. other ways. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, but I love that because then you gave yourself permission to just go for it because you knew that in the back, like, your needs would get taken care of. Somehow Mm -hmm. you would figure out how to get your needs taken care of. But in the midst of that, making the decision that you are going to go all in and go for it. Like it's been so cool. Like just to watch everything just Mm -hmm. on top of each other, build, 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 build. And to see you doing this like seven months in and you're just crushing it. It's just so cool.
1: Yeah. The crazy, the other crazy thing I will say is I, it's a little woo, but I feel like when you put things out into the universe, the universe like responds and tells you if this is like a good thing or a bad thing. And so we were in like the conversations of like, okay, we're going to do this. And I was like, well, I'm going to give myself five months to like put a plan together. Like I'm super, everything has to be planned. And we've got like backup plans and we're (laughs) figuring out benefits and all 401k, all the things. And like two weeks in, I'm like, yep we I'm done in a week. Like it happened so fast, but it's so because cool. I like finally put it out there, like really said it out loud. I mean, it was like in my head. Um, and so I think sometimes just like talking about the thing gets you more comfortable with it. And then things start happening to support you where you're at.
0: I've seen that a hundred times over. I'll be thinking about something, thinking about something, thinking about something until I actually make a decision. And talk about it and move forward with it. And actually I'm like, okay, we're doing it. It's like, it really is. Things start to come into your life. You start to have new ideas. You start and you're like, holy moly, everything is working out. And, and of course it doesn't always happen that way. One thing that I need to tell you while we're chatting about this is as soon as you make a decision, expect really big freaking roadblocks and obstacles Mm -hmm. to come up. And in my brain, I'm like, oh, that's that's Satan being like, Oh, hold on. We're going to stop her from doing big things. So we're going to try to throw this boulder in front of her. And lots of people will see that as their reason not to do it. They'll be like, Oh, Mm -hmm. it's just not meant to be obstacles came. It just must not be right. Must not be the right time. Must not be the right place, whatever. And I'm like, Oh no, come hell or high water. I'm getting this boulder out of the way and we're moving it. So make the decision, expect the obstacles Mm -hmm. and then be open to ideas and things that will come because they Will a hundred percent?
1: Yeah. What is that book? The upper limit or the big leap? The big leap. Trying- yeah, about that. yeah. That's like my and I always happens. It's always like always. no matter what. Like yeah, <laughs> you can just this, count like, on it. We had this big retreat at our house this summer, and I lost my voice and my Instagram account was like completely hacked. Oh, we geez. had twenty people hosted at our house, and I'm like, nope. It's it's that upper limit. Like it's telling me like we're just gonna keep real. going. Yeah, yep, it's for real.
0: I love it, Holly. Okay. What, like, where can our listeners find more of you? Where can they learn more about what you do? Tell us more about how they can connect with you.
1: Yeah. So if you are interested in learning the eight to 10 hour work week schedule, I actually created a free five day challenge. It's at hollymariehaines.com forward slash CEO week. Um, it will hold you accountable every single day. Cause I'm such a huge fan of being accountable. So you'll get an email and it's like, here's what you need to do. Here's what you're going to do the next day. I literally have the whole thing planned out for you. And then you can create your own, uh, CEO week. So you can test it out and let me know what you think. Um, I also hang out quite a bit on Instagram. Our account is back. Um, <laughs> it's Holly underscore Marie underscore Haynes.
0: Awesome. You guys go grab that CEO week, especially if you have something that you're just really feeling pulled towards and you're having a hard time making it a priority. You're not making the time for it. You're not, you're feeling like you're too spread thin. This is going to really set you up with strong boundaries, with strong focus, with strong intention and set that foundation that can literally unlock. Everything that you want to create. So, Holly, thank you for being on. Love chatting with you and excited to follow along on your journey. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much.
0: All right, girl. We'll chat soon. Bye, you guys. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams, because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft.
3: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator